When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Fitzy. Well, holy Porzingis. It looks like the rumors were true. Brad Stevens and the Boston Celtics are making moves in advance of the 2023 NBA draft with a move that I don't think was on any basketball insider, Celtics wonk, or hoops experts radar. The Celtics are acquiring Kristaps Porzingis. By the way, does anyone know any other Kristaps in their life? Does anyone also know anyone with the last name of Porzingis? This has to be the one and only. Not that I knew a lot of Brogdons as well. But the Celtics are acquiring KP, Kristaps Porzingis, in a three-way trade that sends Marcus Morris, Amir Coffey, Danilo Gallinari, we hardly knew ye, and a pick to the Clippers, the Celtics get Porzingis, and the sixth man of the year for the 2022-2023 season, Malcolm Brogdon makes his way to L.A. to join the Clippers. How about that? The Celtics, the top story, not just because it's NBA draft day, but because we got a big trade here on Breaking Boston. Good morning. How are you? Your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens here with you for Thursday, June 22nd, 2023. It seemed a relatively sleepy, if not run-of-the-mill, first day of summer, Wednesday, June 21st, was just one of those days we were rehashing stories and wanting for maybe some D-hop news. Not going to happen. We tried to dream D-Hop and Dalvin Cook into existence. Probably never going to get it. The Red Sox, they've been playing great baseball. Alex Cora, who spoke to us on the Midday Program Wednesday with some excellent updates on Tanner Houck, how the hitting is going, Adam Duvall, integral to the lineup. All that was wonderful. However, we were just sort of waiting for something to happen. Could we go several days without any major news, any shoes dropping? Apparently, we couldn't. And everything that we had heard about Brad Stevens potentially making some big moves and not being uncharacteristically aggressive, as the phrase has become so popular ever since Tom E. Curran of NBC Sports Boston and friend of WEEI coined that a couple of years back in advance of the Patriots shopping spree and free agency of Palooza, if you will, and in the early spring of 2021. They haven't been uncharacteristically aggressive, but this is a bit of a shakeup. Now, is this the chemistry shakeup? Is this the only move they'll make? Is this the move that is going to rattle cages and get everything together for the Celtics? Is this what they need? A quick look at social media in conversation with friends and basketball people we trust provides a bit of a split. We'll get to that momentarily, but first... Last season, in 65 games, for the Washington Wizards, the Wizards, as I like to call them, the third team of Porzingis' NBA career, 
Celtics will be his fourth at this point. In 65 games, on a Wizards team that really wasn't going anywhere, not terribly competitive, they've now dealt away their two main parts in Bradley Beal, going to the Phoenix Suns. We touched on that earlier this week on Breaking Boston. Now Porzingis goes to the Celtics. He averaged 23 points a game, 8.5 rebounds, 3 assists, and shot 50% from the field, including almost 39% from three. Okay. Now, if this means that you just give up Danilo Gallinari, who didn't play a single game for the Celtics because he tore his ACL in Italy before he had a chance to play a single game, and we had high hopes for him being wing depth and being the sharpshooter off the bench with instant offense, maybe he could average 12 to 15 a night, that would have been great. However, it never materialized. Malcolm Brogdon did, however, have an excellent season for the Celtics. He was the sixth man of the year. Brogdon on the season last year for the Celtics. Now, this, of course, does not really factor in that he was non-competitive or that he wasn't himself. He didn't look himself. He didn't play himself. It was more dialogue and postgame than it was three-pointers and leading the team. He was huge this He was huge this past season. There's no, no doubt. Andy Hart and I said on our radio show many a times that the Celtics may have gone as far as their double or rather their dynamic bench duo of Malcolm Brogdon and Derek White could take them and Derek White obviously balled out the best he could but Brogdon with the forearm strain just was not able to do what he was able to do in the regular season in the postseason he just couldn't duplicate it and that was a damn shame because they really could have used him especially in that game seven but the injury got the best of him. Brogdon was 15 points on the season, four rebounds, four assists, shot 48%, and was from three, 44.5%, which is pretty, pretty, pretty good. So the Clippers will be getting, once he rehabs, once he gets healthy again, the Clippers will be getting an excellent shooter, somebody who's great with the ball. One of the things I like about Brogdon is he's just very smooth with the ball. He handles the ball easily. He handles the ball as effectively he does his post games. But at the same time, Brogdon now will also be on his, let me count, one, two, three. This will be his fourth team, just like this will be Porzingis's fourth team. Porzingis has been in the NBA. This will be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. This will be his 11th year. He did not play the 2018-2019 season. He was out that year with an ACL. Of course, he was drafted very high in 2015. Uh, under a decade ago by the New York Knicks. High hopes for Porzingis back there. He became a bit of a story. Uh, People loved him. He was the toast of the town for a while. Uh, Averaging, let's see, his career high was actually last season 23 points a game, 23 points a game in the 2017-2018 season. Okay, now this could potentially spell the end of the Grant Williams era as well. It's unconfirmed up to this point. We're not exactly sure where this is going to go. But what will be interesting to watch will be seeing the new Celtics lineup with Marcus Smart, who we know there had been some discussions maybe with the Dallas Mavericks about potentially changing the chemistry, and that would be a massive shakeup if you had to deal away Marcus Smart. Uh, I don't think he's going to get dealt away to Phoenix. There had been some discussions about DeAndre Ayton and what that would cost and what that would take. Brogdon would have been key to that because you got to make the money work. This sort of makes the money work with the Gallinari money and Brogdon, et cetera, for Porzingis, who I believe is due $35 million on the 2023-24 season. You may potentially see a lineup right now, 
as of draft day 2023 for the next iteration of the Celtics, you could see a lineup of Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Porzingis, and then Time Lord. All right, for everyone who says that's weird or the the defense got worse and, you know, what what kind of team is this going to be compared to what they had last year or two years ago when Ime Odoka led them to the finals? The answer is potentially if everyone's healthy, an offensively dynamic team. Somebody like Porzingis, who's smooth in the paint, long, lean, can shoot the three-point shot, can do a number of things on offense, may just be the kind of guy that Joe Missoula and Brad Stevens together identified when they said they were going to be active before the NBA draft. Maybe it was just this kind of guy that they wanted, somebody who could provide offense on a number of levels for the team and provide wing depth for Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. We saw exactly how the Celtics were beset by the Jason Tatum injury when they needed him most and were going to have him featured, and he was hopefully going to be dominant in Game 7 against the Heat. Rolls his ankle 25 seconds into the game, and it was game, set, match, and sadly, Jalen Brown had one of his worst games as a pro and easily his worst playoff game. I'm a big fan of this trade. I've always liked Porzingis. I love these unicorns. I love the athletic freaks. I love guys that are just different, who can do a lot. He is, uh, let's see, his nicknames include KP6, Godzingus, Porzingod, the Zinger. Love that. The Zinger. Dude, the Zinger. Are you kidding me? Another super game from the Zinger at the Garden. And uh, KP6. Okay, Zinger, KP6, Unicorn, Godzingus, and Porzingod. Love it. He plays power forward and center, so you could always put him in at center. Not that he's known for his defense by any stretch, want, or way. You have that potential ability there. But okay, so you're going to be getting him for the offense, and the Celtics are cranking up the offense, potentially in sacrifice of the defense as well. Other guys could potentially get moved at this point. I think it's great. Now, this is fun. We'll see how the draft goes as well. We'll see what other moves might get made. Uh, The news broke. I would say right around 2.30, maybe 3 o'clock-ish yesterday, Wednesday the 21st, and then this set a bunch of things into motion. Adam Himmelsbach tweeting on Wednesday, according to multiple league sources, the completion of the Porzingis deal would likely mean that Grant Williams' time in Boston has come to an end. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, a deal for Grant Williams has been made, a sign-and-trade. Maybe they figure something else out. Personally, I would still like to see Grant Williams on the team as well. I think Grant Williams has a lot to offer. I'm a bigger Grant Williams fan than a lot of people. Uh, I know he gets trolled for the Batman stuff and being mouthy. He got lippy with coaches. I'm going to make them both. A bunch of other reasons setting off Jimmy Butler. I like his compete. I like his unique ability of shooting and being able to body up and willingly playing defense against some of the bigger bodies that the Celtics face in season. And likely, again, in the postseason, he's not afraid of Giannis. Certainly wasn't afraid of Jimmy Butler, smaller guy, but obviously a dog. Not afraid of Joel Embiid as well. I like that about him. I like his compete. I like the fire. I like the fact that he has some flair and character. But that rubs some people the wrong way. So I don't think a lot of a lot of folks in Celtics Nation will be too sad about this. Now, there are certain people on Twitter think this is a great deal for the Celtics. It cranks up the offense. It gives them versatility. Porzingis has only actually improved, like I said, point-wise. And now we'll see what his stat line says. Stat Muse 
As a Nick, 18 points a game. As a Maverick, where he played for a couple years, 20 points a game. As a Wizard, 23. What he could do with the Celtics, I don't think he's ever played with an offensive lineup as dynamic, potentially, as what he's going to do on the Celtics. Um, so, some people say Porzingis is washed. Some people say Porzingis is not half the player he used to be. Some people say this is not the answer. They need a better point guard. The, some people say that the Celtics are going to have a weird chemistry issue, that it's, you know, too wing-centric, if you will. What are you going to do? What are you going to do now? Name the Celtics, line up the wing stop? I don't know. Uh, I like it. I like the flexibility this gives the lineup. Maybe this allows a guy like Missoula to really, 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 now that he's got four quality assistant coaches, they just added another assistant coach the other day, maybe this will give him a chance to really show what his idea of offense would be all about. Porzingis only turns 28 this August, so he has plenty years of prime ahead of him coming up. Um, okay, <laughs> the jokes online and Twitter as well, at uh, Thomas underscore Carrieri with the Kristaps Porzingis trade. ESPN Analytics has the Celtics' chances of winning the finals next season at 105%. That, of course, goes back to the 97% chance ESPN Analytics gave the Celtics of beating the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals, and we know what hat they can stuff that in. Uh, that didn't work out so well. Uh, I, I, think, I think, by and large, this move is going to work out for the Celtics. They value the three. They value, they value offense. This is their focus now. I think we, as a fan base, we as a town, we need to let go of what Ime Odoka's vision of the Celtics was. We need to let go of the way he coached this team. We need to let go of what we saw and fell in love with in the second half of the 21-22 season. For now, at least, and if not potentially until, maybe, Joe Mazzulla's team doesn't get off to a hot start, struggles a little bit, and you know maybe one of these four coaches would potentially take over, Charles Lee or Sam Cassell first in line. If the Celtics can score a lot, if the Celtics are consistent, if this is actually a better team, and it's still not done by any stretch. There are still some moves they're going to need to make. They're still going to have to beep up the bench. We don't know what's going to happen with Grant. We know Peyton Pritchard has wanted a deal. If they make some changes to the team, I think this could actually be an even better version because while dealing away the sixth man, you bring in somebody who likely could have given you, or very well in the form of Przingis, give you the points that you would hope to have gotten from Gallinari and Brogdon on a nightly basis. This means Smart likely still stays the point guard. This means you are going to look for more from Derek White. He can be a super sub. He'll be the first guy off the bench. There's your backup point guard. There's your utility and super everything guy because Derek White showed up and showed out whenever Joe Mazzulla remembered to actually play him last year. Yes, we hearken back to when Joe Mazzulla said, yeah, I kind of forgot to play him. Maybe I should remember to play him more. Uh, yeah, you should, buddy, because he's really good and he does a lot of things really well on the team, and I think the Celtics are going to have to lean on him more. Uh, at Stuhl Greeny tweeted out Wednesday night, Porzingis averaged 1.18 points and shot 40%, 46% as the role man in pick and rolls. He now gets to do it with Jason Tatum. Okay. That was 1.18 points per play. I like that. Uh, Keith Smith, NBA, does a great job as well. He tweeted out Wednesday evening, Boston has had interest in Porzingis for a while now. They tried to trade for him before the Knicks moved him to the Mavs. Okay, so this has been a long-time target. This has been someone Brad Stevens, not just for Joe Missoula and his offense. That's obviously something Brad Stevens is into. 
as well because they believe in the three. They believe in offense first. It was Udoka who stressed defense first. Now we go back to this Brad Stevens-centric, three-point friendly offensive first style. Okay, so this this makes a ton of sense. They've been interested in him for a while. The Wizards are having, uh, what did we call it the other night? What did Chandler Parsons call it? Um, the uh, the slash and burn or the uh, the ditch and run. Uh, yeah, there was a, a phrase that Chandler Parsons had. Oh, the the trade and tank. They're they're in the trade and tank portion of that team's existence right now. I think this is a win. They're gonna be Celtics. They're gonna be some Celtics fans who are not happy about it. Um, I don't really care what it does about tax thresholds and the finances behind this right now. They'll work this out. People with a lot more money than you, me, and anyone else for Odyssey uh, that listens to this podcast or that loves and roots for the Celtics, I think we really don't have to worry about all of that. Uh, don't worry about the money. Don't worry about the other moves that need to be made to, to work this out. Just think about what's to come and how potentially exciting it might be to see a healthy Jalen Brown who's six foot, all, all of six foot eight, a healthy Jason Tatum who's damn near seven feet tall with his unique set of length and skills and power as he enters his prime. And now Porzingis, who's healthy and coming off his highest scoring season as a professional. Now you add these guys together, maybe his height also allows you to limit the minutes of Al Horford if he sticks around, make him more effective because obviously he was not effective and couldn't hit his threes in the playoffs. This could help out Horford. This could help out the Time Lord as well if you have to stretch Porzingis sometimes into the center. I'm in on it. Some people aren't. That's okay. You can't please all of the people all the time. But the Celtics needed to make some moves. We heard they were going to be aggressive. We knew they were going to be active around the trade deadline. And it came to be. I like the move. Good job, Brad. Good job, Celtics. Welcome, Porzingis. Porzingis. Oh, <laughs> that is the zinger. Here comes the zinger, kids. I think that jersey is going to sell, and this team is going to be a lot of fun to watch. We'll see what else happens on the roster. This has been Breaking Boston for Thursday, June 22nd, 2023. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's always our pleasure to address the biggest sports story of the day in Boston. We like to fill your cup of coffee with as much information, analysis, dialogue, and perspective as we possibly can. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share. Tell your friends there's a new podcast in town that if you don't have time to consume an entire sports radio show, you can get what you need to know about the story of the day right here from Breaking Boston, brought to you by WEEI, Odyssey, and 2400 Sports. We'll be talking to you tomorrow. The NBA draft is tonight. Who else is going to get moved? Who knows? Follow WEEI and Breaking Boston for the latest news. And welcome to town, the Zinger.